Simply Deep was happening. Hurricane Baby Jesus was happening. Omni Watts was happening. I'm tired as fuck, but I'm back like I said I would be. Now, what do you know about Cowboy Bebop? I know quite a few things about Cowboy Bebop. Shout out to my man, Form Runner, in the house. Shout out to Nick Satterwhite in the house. Stefan, my ice is cold to peace. What's happening? We're going to get a little deep tonight. Just a little deep. Okay. I'm not here to question anybody's belief systems or, uh, you know, I'm not here for, I'm just, I'm going to have a question to ask people, you guys. Rebels always happening. BSG in the house. Yes, indeed. Shafiq, I was getting bored watching Tommy and Hassan Campbell beef. And they at it again. Jeez. You only seen one episode, bruh. Yeah, I'm Roy. Donald, Big B, is that Ms. Naya Bumbaglot? This show, yes, Cowboy Bebop is probably top three deepest anime shows. And I mean deep as far as, uh, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a pretty deep show. You have to watch this thing very intensely. You know, uh, Ms. Morley, I will fall asleep on you. That's it's okay. It's okay. So let, let's get it back into it. D Felder was happening. Yeah. So now I'm not going to go into the eye theory. Genesis A finally caught up to us, huh? The Zane. Now, if you're a Cowboy Bebop fan, you know there's always the ongoing debate about which eye he was referring to, which eye was the mechanical eye. I think it was, I think me, I believe it was the left eye. I whatever the case may be, but that's not what I'm here to discuss tonight. I'm here to discuss tonight the long-standing theory, the Cowboy Bebop theory, and which leads into my question that Spike was already dead. And what we were watching was Spike uh, reliving his life, right, through the episodes, all of his adventures, okay? There's one scene, and I forget which episode, when he meets the chick at the graveyard. And I got my notes real quick. It's a real brief notes. Spike is ready to come to terms with his death when Ed and Ian, Ian leave. The dream is coming to an end, and it's time for Spike to accept the things that happened. This is when he remembers that Julia had met up with him on Tharsis. They meet at a graveyard, and when Julia dies, she tells, she tries to tell Spike it's all a dream, and Spike finally accepts, and he agrees with her that it's all a dream. That leads to me that Spike's been dead, dead or dying. And, and he's reliving reliving his entire ex, uh, existence, and we've been just been watching it. Now, my question to you guys is: Does that apply to us as well? Are we are are we already dead? And this experience that we're having is just episodes being replayed out. Okay, Nick, my glasses. Goddamn it, <laughs> she's. I can't take slot serious with these glasses on. <laughs> Your ass. <laughs> so yeah so my question to everybody in the chat are we already dead 
And are we just reliving or these just memories we are experiencing right now? Right. Um, it, it can go into double, double slit theory. I'm not going to go there with you guys just yet. Uh, shout out to Mac. Once again, I still got research to do. That's my question to you guys. Are we already dead? And when you say, when I say dead, we could be brain dead, uh, on the precipice, on the cusp of dying, dead, um, and we are just replaying memories. So, Rebel said in the 1980s, called they they want their glasses back. They can't have them back. Don't fuck around. Let me get a cane going on this motherfucker. You know what I mean? So that's my question to everybody. Matter of fact, if you wanna get in, get in on this, uh, I will send you the link. And we can discuss this amongst us. Um, I definitely want to know you guys' thoughts. Um, it's a very, very legitimate question. Right? Because there's a lot of times, uh, like, this. you can you could tie this into H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. And why am I mentioning H.P. Lovecraft? Because if you, if, you, if you follow the cult of Cthulhu, Cthulhu it currently is asleep and all of this is a result of him sleeping and once he finally wakes up this shit all goes goodbye right and uh, I'm not saying you know HP Lovecraft was was a genius but maybe he's on to something right so yes this could be like a simulation right same thing with uh with Neo in the Matrix when he finally woke up he was a test tube baby, right? Right, very legit because now things are coming very clear, extremely, extremely clear. For Mac, I'm I'm slowly getting there, brother. I ain't caught up to you yet, but I'm I'm getting there, right? <laughs> they making fun of my glasses. It's okay though. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, Cthulhu was in the center of the bird box. Yeah. Um. So for those that don't understand or don't know the cult of Cthulhu, uh, it's. He has like the head of an octopus, the body of a man. Um, it's said that he sleeps in the Pacific Ocean. I forget which ocean H.P. Lovecraft said he, he resides in, but he's basically sleeping. And as a result of his sleeping, he manifests all this. We are living in his in his dream. Right. And then once he wakes up. This all goes to shit. And there's actual cults. Uh, that actually worship this 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 being or deity. Um, there's a company in Sweden that's named after Cthulhu. So um, its influence is, is pretty known worldwide, right? I look like '80s DJ. Y'all really y'all on some Corey Holcomb shit right now, <laughs> like an '80s DJ. <laughs> All right, so um, that is my question to you guys: Are we dead? And is this just a, a rehash of old memories because yet we have either have yet to let go and accept the fact that we're dead or we're in a, a simulated brain death and we're just replaying, you know, what we've already gone through. So if I take the glasses off, you look like a bug's life. God damn it, Nick. Girl. <laughs> Wait. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Y'all niggas killing me right now. This is the 80s underground rapper. I can't stand y'all. 
Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Calvin paid in full. You know, y'all, you know what? Y'all not really, hold up. Y'all not gonna, y'all not gonna shame me. Hold, hold, hold up. Hold up real quick. You know what? Fuck it. I might as well, since since y'all want to clown me, I'm trying to be deep, and y'all clowning me. In the words of Benny Siegel, look what y'all made me do. Brains blue. My team in the marine blue. Six coop. Skied it out. Weed it out. <laughs> Haze and hydro on my way to Y.O. Okay. So I, I got the complete 80s rapper kit. Only thing I'm missing is the Kangol and the Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> Fuck said you look like you're about to operate heavy machinery. I can't stand you niggas. I hate y'all niggas right now. I'm trying to be deep. <laughs> y'all cracking jokes. I was on since last stole those glasses from <laughs> Oh, y'all ain't shit. I hate y'all right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna stand firm. I'm gonna double down on my shit. Y'all not gonna shame me. Y'all not gonna shame me. Y'all not gonna shame me. Fuck all that. <laughs> Hopefully, someone took a screenshot of future roles. <laughs> Oh shit, y'all some real life savages. I get it, I get it. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Can you see me from Houston with those? <laughs> um, what do I think, Chanty? Chanty, good question. Honestly, man, um, I'm I'm going to lean towards the side that this is a a weird simulation some some sort of um brain death um only reason i say that is because too many times we experience deja vu and i'm not talking past life regressions or anything like that but it's just um it just feels like we've done this before to me right shalom new to the new channel that's what's up Jaden uh Jaden the slayer appreciate that 
would it be our death is absent from memory or instead we thought it was an accident? Now that I don't know. I, I'm Like I said, the only reason I lean towards it to me, because it, it just feels like we've done this before. Right. And um, I don't have a definite answer. I'm not. I'm not a neck. I'm not a neck. This nigga said, "Give Poppy his glasses back and wear the Dookie robe." I hate y'all right now. Oh my goodness! It's like getting ready for itself on the Fresh Fest tour. <laughs> y'all going to hell, okay? All y'all, all y'all. Let me see. Sometimes I see stuff in my dreams that will matriculate into the future. I, 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 I realize all things that went down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, it just feels like we've done this before. You know, uh, pull up a bar, pull up bar glasses. Yeah, that that's just that's that's my question. And then, and then, like I said, it's kind of hard to talk about this without mentioning. Once again, shout out to Mac. The the, the double slit theory. Um, where you know it's 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 timeline manipulation, um, past events, current events, future events, like the whole days of X Men past comes to mind. You 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 saw how when Mystique was holding the gun about to shoot Magneto, and then the future reality for them they're about to be incinerated by the Sentinels, and just because of one action thought or change in the in in the past instantly altered the future um it, it's it's deep man it's really deep shit and I, like i said i don't have definitive answers i have questions that's all i you know for you guys i, I got questions um we've seen evidence evidences of them playing with time you know, you referenced the Philadelphia experiment. You know, they opened the vortex and went in and the shit went in and it came out and it was all fucked up. Uh, you know, these Haldron colliders, are, are, you know, are specific for. Uh, oh, OK, case in point, everything is going quantum, right? Did O'Shea send you those glasses? I can't. I hate y'all right now. When are you going to release your mixtape or cassette tape? <laughs> Yo, timekeeper, you want to get in and, and get some of this, bro? Let me send you a link. Because they they making me, they trying to shame me and for me being fresh to death right now. Y'all want to shame my brother for being fresh to death. That's terrible. Shame on y'all. Shame. Shame. My young brother can't be fresh to death. Well, at the same time, you know, hold a discussion on some deep and profound stuff. This how y'all do your boy. This how y'all do y'all boy. Nick Nick got all the jokes in the world. What you got, Nick Satterwhite? You got more jokes for me? Mixtape do come from the 80s. I can't y'all caveman goggles. God damn. Rest in peace, Becky. <laughs> right on, on Biggie's death, death month, right? I accept that I'm in the perfect place for me. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, I think I can see my comment from the reflection of Sly's glasses. Boy. Boy. Rob Glasses Malone. Original man, thank you. When I was five years old, I questioned 
Uh, I was little. I remember wondering what I'm doing here. And that, right, 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 right. Exactly. Right. And, you know, because when I when I say deja vu, I'm not speaking from the point of um, past lives. Because A lot of times when you talk about past lives, of course, you, you, you think deja vu. Or when you meet somebody, oh, I feel like I've met you before. You know what I'm saying? So I get all that. I just mean, I, I, I mean, just as far as this, you know, because people keep hollering simulation. The planet's not fake. The sun or the planet's not real. The sun is not real. Okay. So this, are we, just, are we in just one huge incubator and we are, you know, physically incapacitated and our minds are just going hundred miles an hour. And this is what our reality or what our you know what we think our reality is. That's the double slit. Okay, gotcha, got. See, I, I'm getting there, Mac. Big dog, what's going on with you? Let me brace you off. Uh, I guess I don't mind. Oh, there we go. What's happening, man? Um, let's talk about it. Turned out. Okay, what, what, what we talking about first? What, what you want to start my, with? My question um, is: Are we dead? And what we this reality we're experiencing is this. Uh, a replay of 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 our lives already lived, and we're just on the on the precipice of death, and we're not either re- accepting it, or we're we're rejecting it, and we're just replaying this until we come to some resolution of some sort before we move on. Is this a real reality for us? I would say for some people, it's more illusionary than others. I think some people can see the illusion greater than other people. But some people are so stuck with it, it doesn't matter. Like any kind of consciousness doesn't matter. They're just so programmed. They're just going to follow what the program is. That's why we have so much emotionalism that goes on into the world. So for, yeah, some people, this is the standard. This is norm. You know, as the way society goes down and down and down, some people are, are with that. They watch it go down and contribute it to go down. Well, others like us, I hope, you know, we try to come up with the solutions, how to make this better. And so that's why I just wrote, you know, this is the perfect time. Everyone, you should feel like that. This is the perfect time for you being here. It's how what you do with your time. That's what matters. It's how how you use this this time, how you use this illusion, because we have control. Okay. Now, with that being said, now, if we agree that they play with um, timelines, timeline manipulation, Mandela effect, if we agree they control that, they play with that, they run it. Matt, then it then, then are you will you accept the idea then they're just watching us relive something we've are, that they already know is going to happen. Get my phone. Say. I'm at the drawer. <laughs> no. She watching TV. Oh, no, I'll good. say it again. I, I missed you. I'm sorry. I was talking. No, it's cool. No. Um, so if we agree that they, the powers that be that play with the quantum realm and all that good stuff. If they've already mastered the part of, of time manipulation where they can go back and certain timelines, change things, move ahead and, and fix certain timelines, then are, is it safe to say that they have already watched us do this? You know, they're already ahead of us just waiting for us. You know what I'm saying? Like a rerun of a TV show, like it's DVR. So, we're the program. They're there. They hold the remote to the DVR of our lives. They can skip it forward, skip it back, pause, stop, erase, and and or uh, interject, right? So 
us, the the the, the non, um, the, the victims or whatever, the subjects, we're just at pretty much at their mercy because they've already seen what's going, what we're going to do, and how we're going, you know, moving forward. And that, and that's kind of like if if you took in the Matrix the program where he said he had ran this, and, and then Doc, we see it again with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange says how many you know realities he's able to achieve, and it's. You know, and, and it was funny, it's always end up like a mason time a number that he's able to to put in there. You know, it's always a mason or a prime number that he puts. But but again, those are so many of, of the different variants. Um, I think they've lost more control. That's why so many more minds are waking up. And to say, did they predict the, the, uh, them losing control? I don't know, because I think we talked before, it's a panic you see in this thing that we've never seen before. You know, it, it's it's. This thing is almost like it's, it's frightened of something, too. <laughs> and so I, I think we, we do still have a little bit of say. We do still have a little bit of control. Uh, so it, it's how you again, it's how you do what you do with your time is, is what's the most important. Like you were talking about connecting the quantum abilities. Uh, it's it's how you can affect your general area. I mean, that's what a true. Uh, I, I, I don't I guess if you say a person connected to source would be, you know, you're able to use everything around you to your advantage. You know, when we talk about pimping, it's the same kind of thing. You have to have enough charisma to get everything moving around you. You know, you want everything moving around you in your favor. You know, you want everything to go with what what the energy you put into it. And so that's where I see we have the control. OK, so what aspects of control do we have? It's a good question, because just like I was saying, the people that are so plugged into the system, they they don't care if they have any control. And the one control we have is on, our, I feel, that our, our, our what you call a spirit, you know, uh, the, the, the voice inside of our head. We if we can control that inner voice, we can control when we close our eyes, what happens to us, what happens to us when we push our consciousness knowing further. We have that control. I do feel I don't feel that that's control. Now, I'll even say this, you know, the ethers are even something that they can simulate. You know, they can simulate the cloud now. You know, every thought goes into something. Well, that's that that's a real thing. That's just something that they've copied, you know, but that it really exists. All the thoughts exist. So, you know, I think I, I, I feel I have that control. And that's what I try to show people that you can have that kind of control too. at least that. Because we know what is the music business and some of these things we're seeing for very little people are sell, selling their soul. And, 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 and my man, uh, I, I can't remember his name, but he said something earlier. If the, and I've said this with the thing, if, if all this money is released, all the people that's going to go after the monies, you know, saying that there's liens against these monies. And will people have to sell their souls to get that kind of money, you know, to get the money to be uh more financially part of this system. <laughs> Do you think people would, would, would sign a check for that? Do you think people would sign off on that? Oh, without question. <laughs> so we could mass get rid of, you know, that's how they look at it. We could mass get rid of a lot of people by just agreeing to this. <laughs> so, but those are the controls I feel I have. Okay. Um, Damn, you really just kind of wrapped it all up. I thought it was going to be a little bit, a little bit more difficult to, to, to answer the question <laughs> per se, you know. But yeah. it's an opening question, bro. It's that, that's you know, it's not you know, that's an opening question still. You know, it's so many interpretations, so much, so many variants. 
on every perception, every perception. So keep that in mind. Okay. So now, so now, do you focus on operating in the ether as opposed to this this perceived physical reality? Because now I ask if we if we can control ourselves in the ethers. Now, is that is that off limits? Is that something we we fully hold that we can deal with ourselves and, and, and manipulate on our own without others? At first, you won't you won't need others at first. I mean, you, you really have to command what, what you do at first before you're going to really, you know, uh, re, uh, give those energies or, or, or try to mix those energies with others. So so we do have that. But the thing is, 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 is the daily magic. That's, that's what I'm, you know, my last maybe three years is the daily magic we still have that can run our days. I mean, you know, we get in the Jamansi, the Jamantri, the divinations. I mean, that's what all that, you know, you can put energy in that and it will work for you. And that you, you're pulling some of the energies for the ethers to get these working because, it, you know, in some ways, all of it mixes. You know, you, if you can dig that part, it's a mix as well. And so that's to me where I see the magic <laughs> is, is, the, is the daily planning and the daily understanding this system that you can make things come in your favor. And I ain't saying to be rich or anything like that, but I'm just saying that that just to be how did one do say it to be unfuckable with. You know, where you just, you able to go through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let, let me say this about abundance, too. And see, this is something I just learned and I talk about. Like abundance, you got to keep in mind. When you bring that abundance in, you got to have a filter to get the bad timing, the bad luck, too. So, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, you got to get it moving. You know, you got to get it moving. So that's, you know, remember that about abundance for everyone. You know, you want to keep abundance moving because you want to bring it in. Perfect timing take out bad timing because the bad timing bad luck has to land somewhere too <laughs> so i wanted to give that i wanted to give that a little bit i, I like that i like that <laughs> what now what are your thoughts on them revealing and them uh, making extra mention of the of the quantum realm now i mean now you see it all over the place everyone's working on quantum computing now i know they're giving us the, the old shit they've been mastered the quantum part of it um for those that are not aware of what quantum reality is and the impact of it, what would you tell people that's new or just not hearing about this? What should they focus on in on or how to prepare or even can you even explain to them what the quantum realm is for them to even understand the concept? Because, like I said, you know, um, they got the quantum computers up. Why can we know about the D-Wave computer and, and all that shit and whatever the case mean but i mean for newbies that are that are new to this what how would you explain this to them and how to for them to navigate this next phase of this reality this perceived reality that we're going to go through when it goes quantum um okay i'll try to break it down just just kind of easy so like if you just take two particles just two particles now if you watch the particles and you throw the particles down the table or even through some holes, the particles, you can see the particles, you know, do that. You, you, can you follow that? Mm-hmm. You, you, can, you can follow the particles. But if you don't pay attention to the particle, the particle's not really there. It's just a wave. Okay? So it's just a wave of energy. It only exists when you're watching it because by you watching, you're interacting with it. Now, all, re- all really the true thing of quantum is, is, is just saying you need less space to, to activate 
in this uh, dark matter, dark matter energy, because they don't see. And that's another thing I say where they're losing control. They a lot of this, they don't even know. You know, they put these terms out here. But but when you put quantum to dark matter energy, you know, you're going at the core. You're going beyond quantum. You know, you of what they understand and what they're showing every day is that they understand less and less and less. They even came into and, you know, some some things that, that you studied, they even came into saying they think light could have parts of light could have filled in the voids of, of space time and not necessarily dark matter or dark matter energy. Now, if you're talking about a personal experience, what, what we can you know perceive personally it's, it's not what the ether experience is. It's actually Ant-Man is the best example. It's, it's the, the perfect example of, of you can just compress yourself further than you can even imagine that you can compress yourself. And that does take a light body. I mean, I can't hit it all the time because it takes an extremely light body. The foods we eat, the water, all that does matter, too. It affects all that. But that's, you know, just trying to give people a basic understanding. That's how... Uh, you can touch it, but Ant Man and or yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp kind of show even you know Ant Man and the Wasp shows a little bit of quantum life, and again, uh, like viruses move through. There's so much space time that's small. You know we don't you know like you, you think that we're going to be invaded by something big, but you know when they shoot these viruses in the country, there's you know the most miniature little stuff. You know like they talk about nanos and people, but this stuff is even beyond that. You know, smaller. That's how they put this stuff in the air. So that that's what they're saying is you need less space time to to move energies. That's that's how that's the basic understanding. Anybody should get of what what, what a quantum it is and what a quantum experience that you can feel, because that's all CERN and all of them are trying to do. They're trying to, you know, that that guard particle is is every time they get small, it gets smaller. Every time they get small, it gets smaller. And so they're always chasing that thing because they just can't quite crack it. Okay. So I hope that was you know easy. I, I no, I, I'm with you. I, I get it. I, I mean it took me a few years to get to kind of understand the concept of it and see how it applies and how they're in the, how they're applying it. Um <clears throat> man, I just forgot my question just like that. That's fucked up. I'm gonna let you wax uh poetic for a little bit, uh t- Time Lord, because I'm I, I got some questions. I want to get my, my, my questions for you together real quick. Okay. But but like uh non-locality is something, you know, again, it still goes into quantum understanding. And if I've said this before, you know, it's like uh two magnets. You know, if you, you just take two magnets and you know a magnet has a, a end that repels and an end that, that, that pushes out. And so for it to react, it needs, you know, one or the other. Well, and that's what's called a local source. You know, magnets sticking together are a local source. And again, you know, when you get into non-locality and the reason why awareness is our, you say, what is our real reality? And that's awareness. And that's something that I think we have control of is because in awareness, you do not need a, a local point to catapult yourself. Like the magnets, you know, you don't need that to gain or, or repulse. You, you just are born with it. It's in, you know, you're talking about uh, what's in your DNA. That's in your DNA already. That's what all the vaccinations and all the shots and the contaminated water. That's what all that's from. Okay. I got some questions for you in the chat. First question okay. is, what is the difference between dark matter and antimatter? <laughs> I don't even know that they really use antimatter anymore. 
because it's it's what 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 they're trying to understand and saying the glue of the universe is dark matter and then they think the thing that pushes it is dark matter energy which they clearly don't understand uh antimatter is a term you just don't see anymore i mean what it is 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 something that can repel that and there's really nothing that they create that can can repel far as their understanding of it all that's okay. kind of easy way to put it gotcha next question would be uh so where does where does this leave god or the concept of god and all this well you know i broke down you know that's See, you have to understand that the, the word God, good, you know, you have to understand that that was a dude who survived. If you want to give Max credit, the mud flood, the flood, whatever, that this good related to Orden, that's that was a real person. So I understand that. But if, if if you read anything about what loving all the creation is, loving your fellow man, being always trying to be helpful, being the best you, that's God. You know, that's that's the that's the thing that, that put that's put in motion that we can plug into and be like that when we want to be like that. And now, you know, that, that's 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 what it is. That's that spirit that was never really created. Always has been is from the first thing that pushed all this out. That's what it was. It just gave us love. So if you want to believe anything, believe in the God in you. Isn't that what uh, what was his name? Uh, the, the dude up in uh, New York. Uh, uh, Reverend Knight, that's what he said. You know, the God in you, that's absolutely right. You're, you're the superior man. You know, that ain't got nothing to do with race. It's just each of us, you know, just in your own way, you're a superior person. So if you want to believe in something, you know, outside yourself, if that's how you get strength, you're going to feed that. You know, I mean, you're, you're going to feed that. So that's taking away from you. So, I mean, you can you can look at that how you want, but that's still a reality. You believe in something outside of you, you're feeding that. Now, I'll say this. If you pick up the fractals of, of whatever this reality and, the, and the going to right rooms and everything, that's that's built for you. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know if I can, you know, if you're saying something outside yourself, you know, that, that's to me. I, I can't. That's giving something else energy. So that's my question. I know I agree as as far as the, the godly part of it because it's like we're always, I would say most people are always looking for a third party intercessor, and I'm like, no, you you you're equipped with everything you pretty much need to do what you're asking this God to do for you. Um, but you know you're dealing with a lot of people that have so much religious indoctrination over for decades, man. It's just like it, it's so much to chip away on on, on that from that person. It's like. Some people just probably will never get it or understand the concept of it because they're always looking for someone else to, to intercede on their behalf. Um, my next question for you would be now that the multiple parallel universes, um, we, I assume you believe there's 30 or 40 different universes of us, right? Um, or however many it is. Now, in all the comics, it always has us interacting with these different uh, versions of ourselves. Um, it's a three-part question. Is that a good thing? Is that something we should should try to do? And um, how would you go about doing it? Mm. Well, you know that that just hits three things that I talk about often because you know I've I've been, I've been the one that's saying you know flat Earth exists because they created it, you know, and and very few will will make that their intention. A lot of people argue it. 
But how many people will actually say, well, if I can go to a, to a door and it's going to take me to flat earth, can't, they will go live that. You dig. You know, they, they won't make that their complete. And I'm going to answer your question. So what's happening is you have flat earth kind of, you know, bumping with this reality. Remember Fringe? Remember the TV show Fringe? Remember how the realities and people were like almost showing a mini CERN. And that's what's happening is a lot of these realities that are created realities are starting to merge. And so you're seeing, like you see cats saying, you know, I know I wrote these songs and, you know, but that's that dimensional kind of drift that we didn't really see before that I think a lot of us are kind of feeling. That's why I, would, I say with the flat earth thing is that can be experienced <laughs> because I, I recently experienced it. And that, and, and again, that the question when you're there is a lot of people don't understand why people don't make that their intention. It's different than this, but it's it's going on too. And since it's created, it's going on. And not an argument, because for a lot of people, it's just an argument. Argument, matter of fact, it makes a lot of money. You know, that, that community makes almost a billion dollars. So if that kind of, and how do you create it? Now, <laughs> we talk about a lot of different books, you know, that, that it ain't just to get with them demons. You know, if you want to connect to something like this, that's the higher you, these, these books we talk about all the time, the keys, that's it. Once again, the key maker in the matrix It's the keys. You can use that. Those are already done. So if you want to connect to that, those are ways because, again, we're taught that this is just to raise demons. American God shows you, you know, you can use this stuff for that, too, you know, to correct, to connect to your higher selves, mm -hmm. you know, for sure. So that's, you know, if that you want to make that your intention. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> now, um, now, as far as you know, everybody has a CERN nowadays. Everyone's fired up the CERN. If they're not um, talking to each other about when they're firing it up, they're all just setting this shit off at whatever times they feel like. Now, with that being said, uh, we're going to see more rips in the space time continuum or rips of fabric and time. Uh, moving forward, uh, how, how do we deal with that? Because um, a lot of people are not prepared to deal with, you know, a rip in, 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 the, in the fabric of time. And um, how would you advise people to, to move forward with that? Because like I said, we're going to see more, more and more of it as the years mm. progress. Man, because see, that's, oh, see, that's, a, that's the scary thing is you, it's pockets of this. And people are pretty much cut off. You know, when they do, most people that are affected by this are pretty much cut off. I think the question you bring up is when a mass amount of people start getting affected by this. And remember, some of the movies show the buildings start growing up sideways. Remember that kind of thing? Yeah, that's that's um, the kind of low. Uh, what's his name? He played in that movie. Deception. Was that it? What is our Inception? Inception. Yes. Inception. Yes. So, you know, that's that's the kind of part of what that was showing you. If that. If, 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 see, that's why, you know, the, the, the alien movie show the aliens being there. What if you see these buildings sideways and then, uh, interstellar showed you the same thing. Remember right. when they regrew everything, how they, to right. get the space, they had to put it in different space time to fill the same space. So, uh, it, they can, you can use it too. It doesn't have to be just totally destruction. That's, you know, that shows you, you can use it, but it could, you know, if you're isolated, that's the hard thing. And that's why I was saying with the singer, you know, songwriter feeling that he's that, you know, how do you help that person because he's so isolated? 
And that's that's a hard thing because most people won't believe you. And you you know, I I would believe him, but most people don't, you know, wouldn't it's hard for him to even go to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, because he's seeing this and it's 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 almost a haunting, you know, because it's a type of ghosting, you know, it's almost a type of ghosting starts to happen to you. You know, it's not really where you're phasing, but you're seeing things phase. And so that's that's a hard thing to kind of, you know, to do unless you were the group of people to kind of, you know, say that's what we are all seeing. <laughs> no, good answer. Um, one movie that comes I, I keep I keep they come keep coming to mind. What was the movie with Angela Bassett? It was a long time ago. And it was about some time shit. If you I'm it was like New Year's or was approaching the New Year or something. I, I thought I totally forgot, but it, I keep remembering that particular movie that she that it was about some type of time continuum shit. Something, something. She had to go save somebody. She was the limo driver, right? The limo driver. Wasn't she the driver in that movie? Where she was driving, and they would, they had to collect uh, the chips. Seemed like they they were collecting the chips, but she was a driver in that movie. If we're thinking of the right same movie, it was an old one, like in the nineties. Like yeah, was, yeah, yeah. This was before she was Angela Bassett. Yeah, it was right, right. It was an action movie, an action yeah. kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah, she drives in that movie. And if I was Reeves in that movie, was that the movie? Was Reeves in that movie too? I'm I'm not even sure. You know, I mean, while we're debating, because remember, remember the one where he was connected, and then, and not not the Matrix, the one before that. I I was thinking she was in that one too. I'm gonna look it uh, up. What was that called? Mm, yeah, look that up because yeah, it was it was a couple that come to mind. But that one is the one where she was driving. But it seemed like one she was with him once he went through something. She he they worked together. So maybe that's two different movies. I don't know. You, you get old and <laughs> it all messes Strange together. Strange Days, nineteen ninety five. Strange Days. Yeah, yeah. And who who did she play in that one with? She. This was um. It was a James Cameron film. Uh, okay. Ralph Ralph Fiennes, Juliette Lewis, Tom Sizemore, Vincent D'Onofrio. So this was when this mm. was when Tom Sizemore was a big, right. pretty big star back then. Exactly. Um, okay. What does it say? An electronic, an illegal electronic device records memories and physical sensations directly from the wearer's cerebral cortex onto a mini disc. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, the chips. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Because yeah. we saw the same thing on what was Netflix or uh, what was the, the, where they had to put the chips, remember? Yeah. Uh, that just was show. That's what, yeah, yeah, I thought that was that. Okay. And they was chasing the chips. And then some contained the, the more advanced chip, and that's what the fight was over, the more advanced chips. I thought I, I kind of remembered that one. Yeah, same thing with Johnny Mnemonic with, with Keanu Reeves. That's why I was, yeah, <laughs> that's why I was thinking they they next bitch together so 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 easily. Wow, yeah, yeah, they've been telling us for a long time where where things are going. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Flash is another movie, you know, for television that kind of talks about because speed has so much to do with space time. Because again, you know, if you believe in reality and what Einstein teaches you about moving fast, how things slow down, 
you know, <laughs> that, well, yeah. you know th- that kind of thing. Yeah, that was the first time I learned about um, vibrating molecules so fast you can go through walls. I didn't know. I didn't learn that in science class. I, I learned that shit watching the flat and reading the comics that he could vibrate his molecules so fast he could walk through uh, physical matter and things of that nature. Yeah, indeed. You know, that's why, you know, months ago, I taught about crystal defects in crystal and how you can use that. And you're talking about being able to use that in quantum time. That is really a, a good thing that the way uh, now we talk about Einstein, the way matter reacts is it's predictable. Mm-hmm. So if you can send the stream in, it, it can only predict. It can't actually say what's going to happen. Matter can only predict. And so with a crystal defect, you could send a lot more energy through something that can only predict. If, if you follow me in a quantum state, it's only and it's not going to pick it up because it's only going to predict. OK, my next question for you, um, a lot of spiritualists, they're real big on peyote. Um and I've seen more and more black spiritualists kind of promote, not necessarily peyote, but we'll say marijuana as their way to, um, you know, access different realities or different um, uh, parts of themselves to a certain extent. Um, I'm not, I've never smoked weed. And if I have to smoke weed to, to get to the next level, I'm just not going to get to the next level. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to ingest a fucking flower or a plant to, to open my consciousness. I, I guess I'm just stubborn in my ways. What, what are your thoughts on, on that? And, and spiritualists, when you go on these spiritual retreats, a lot of them, you know, like the Indians used to do in the smoke room, you go in a teepee and everyone's smoked out and, you know, and all of a sudden you come out the teepee and you see things and lights and colors. Um, I'm not about to do that. But what, what are your thoughts on, on, on that practice? Well, you know, like the Sundance, like a um, man called horse where they, they impale your skin and you back up and they spin you in the air. You know, you see the Aztecs even practice that, you know, that's to feel the pain that a woman goes through and through that pain opens your awareness. Right. You know, well, I, I, can, I can say, you know, I've experimented with LSD and sure, surely once you mastered and hit a certain vibration, it's easier. Same with DMT. But to say everyone on DMT could, if you want to say quantum, again, you might not be able to connect to it. You know, you might have so many things going on that you can't even connect to it. I, I, I do like smoking, but and, and I do. Like, I think that helps my awareness. But I'll say this uh, since I've done mirror work, you know, and, and, and uh, it helps with my visions as, as well. I might necessarily not necessarily have a. Uh, experience while I'm looking at the mirror but definitely afterwards you know I'm generally I'm generally and this is just my small one I'm generally uh have visions you know I generally have visions afterwards so it's it's not a guaranteed it's helpful it's helpful to relax and relax your mind and quiet your mind but it it doesn't guarantee I prefer but I don't need it all the time I, I so the times that I'm not I'm just it's okay so it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's on the individual, really. You know, you don't, like you say, you can still heal, heal realms. Like you, when you was fasting, that, did you meditate any time when you was fasting? Yeah, man. Um, it, it, was, it was different. And, and I, I guess I'm looking forward to experiencing that again. 
so I'm uh, one of these days I'm gonna do another seven day fast and, and see um you know if I can recreate that feeling or you know if I get the same effect. So yeah, I definitely definitely will do that again. I, I didn't mind it. Like I didn't miss food. Um I thought my thoughts uh were a lot more clear and concise. I, I felt sharper. You know, I didn't feel bogged down or sluggish or anything like that. So definitely, um, if I could keep that feeling all the time, I would love to. But that means I have to, you know, keep fasting every, you know, saying every seven days a month. I probably couldn't do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just working, man, it would be very hard. But yeah, that's why I asked because that's one of the perfect times. And again, you know, think think of this and, and take it easy on yourself because if you was able to even get some of that higher thinking, that's cool. But it's like. When you have a time to do it, do it. And then what happens then, that's cool. And then the rest of the month until you do it again, you know, be okay with that. And just see where you are afterwards. You know, after you go into your normal routine, see what levels you can hit. And because of doing that, it will help you gradually hit higher levels. And then if you fast again, say after four weeks, boom, you know, every time you'll see it like a building block. Right. And so, you you know, don't feel hard on yourself because you didn't lose anything from doing that. You actually spiritually gained something. So it doesn't go away. You know, it's just the light body. That's all. Okay. That's um, all. What what exercises would you uh, recommend to people to kind of get them um, prepared to do to do um, to want to, you know, be a little bit more open and re- receptive to different um, frequencies and vibrations per se? Uh, the first thing I would say is, you know, your house, have your house set up with the colors that you vibe with. Even though maybe you live in an apartment, you can't paint. That's OK. Put the colors around you, you know, put things that make you feel good, because the better you feel, the higher you vibrate. So that's one thing I would say. Second thing is, is just find an energy spot in your house that you feel has the strongest energy. And if you're going to meditate, meditate there, you know, meditate at the same place, you know, practice and see where you can get the highest because that's it it takes practice because you don't know where the natural energy lines in your house. So it might take you a couple of times to find it. And then once you do, then take, you know, maybe start five minutes, just see if you can quiet your mind for five minutes. And then try to quiet your mind for 10 and move on and then stop all the voices, only your own voice, because a lot of people don't understand that. They don't realize that, you know, some of the emotions they go with is attachments, you know, and you have to get rid of those kind of things. So you hear your own things. And then the simple thing I teach all the time is learn to leave your body and be comfortable with that, you know, practice that. And it's just a simple thing, as I was saying, it's just imagining a person is on your head and then that person can kind of spin around and then imagine that person can lift itself and then look down. Imagine that person can go up to the roof, look down. Then imagine that person can go through the roof and look at your whole neighborhood and then look down and then see if you can rise it all the way up as far as you can experience and go back down. And then this is what will happen. One day you'll pick up something you like and boom, something up there will activate that. And then the thing is going to want to spin. And so you just slowly try to work with that because it's hard for a lot of people to understand that you're just something small. Like even when people dream, they don't realize that the dream is only something this big. So you're getting chased by this thing that is no bigger. You know, it's a speck. But, you know, in dream world, you don't realize that 
that speck is, is you know, you, you're a smaller speck. And so, but that's an easy practice is, is stop the voices in your head, know your own thoughts and intentions too. Cause you know, you gotta live by your intentions. I mean, that's like you was talking about your father and you, you was talking about a man that lived by his intentions and he, and he lived by his intentions so much that he, he installed some of them intentions in you, you know, just that respect. Thing. Like one of my girlfriends, I remember she used to like her father was in his 80s and I'd just be, you know, we'd be on the phone, three of us calling, talking. I just get excited to be like sitting down. And she was like, yeah, you know, I don't even cuss in front of my dad. This is a 58 year old woman. She's like, you know, I don't even cuss in front of my dad anymore. And I was like, wow. Or I never did. She's like, I've never cussed around him. And it just, it, you know, I'm just talking. But it's like, wow. But that's the thing, you know, that's the thing is, is, is live by your intentions. You know, I hear you say it all the time. You, I'm that nigga. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm that nigga. And that's what, you know, living by your intentions are. That's, that's, you know, that's that guy. So, yeah, if I don't do anything else, man, I, I, I can't. It's I, I it, this YouTube thing, bro. It's hard for me to understand how people go out of their way to just put on these facades and fake. But I can't. I can't. It's too much energy. It's like a, a constant lie. You have to remember what the lies you. T I can't do it. You know, I, I just can't. Um, I try to live, you know, by as, as being as open and, and honest with, as I am with people and just being myself. Because um, I've spent years, there were years where, you know, I'm trying to be somebody that I'm not to, to please other. I can't do it. I, I can't, you know. It, it was physically taxing to me and mentally it was just, I was a nightmare. You know, I was no good for nobody. So, um, I, I'm 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 in a happier place now. You know, spiritually, if it, uh, you know, mentally, emotionally, whatever the case may be. I'm still got some work to, some kinks to work out, but I'm in a much better place than I was maybe ten years ago, per se. You know, um, I can take it. Yeah. So, leading to my next question, um, negative attachment, and I mean, like, for somebody that's born into a bloodline that's already been cursed. Right, they understand it, <laughs> but how would they go about even beginning to sever ties? Because someone had asked me, I think so. I had an email a couple weeks ago. Someone asked, Well, I think my grandmother was into some things, and I think I'm the recipient of that, almost like the movie Hereditary. And I said, Well, shit, um, you would have to. <laughs> I mean, besides digging up the grandmother and, and, and setting her bones on fire, I don't know what to, I didn't know what to tell the person, you know? So do you have, what would you tell somebody that's born into a bloodline that's been pretty much cursed because of an old family that's no longer living? How would they go about, you know, severing that ties or even getting out of that, that, that bad deal per se, especially if that child or the grandchild's been, is the, is the marker, you know? Mm. I, just to give a comparison, it's like, and the, the way you do this is I remember looking through names on um, tax forms of the tax people and seeing my relatives names. And I could see that became a status, you know, that I could see that in these American Indians kind of trading themselves, it became a status to be taxed. I say that because unless you have somebody really deep in your family, if you, your question is doing it yourself. And so the way you start is get pictures and then start going through names and them names that ping you, that the names that draw you to them, that could be where it's from. And so that's that's where you're going to have to start. And then once you find those names out, then try to find the, the where the disease came from that name. 
And so again, that might, if you have a picture, you can give it, you find out like that family member, like pop or candy, you know, you start giving these kind of things to see when the download is going to happen, because that's, that's basically for the average person, how you're going to have to do now. It's hard to trust people to do the work for you. But if you do know a person that could do some of that work, you had somebody in the family that could show the disease. That would be an easier way. Can't say it's necessarily better, but that would be an easier way. But to me, just go through these pictures, go through the names. That's the thing. And, and through the pictures and names, I've been able to find out some of the diseases in my family. So that's, that's to me how the most average person can find out. Now, you, you can tap into, you know, higher realms if you can do that. If you can't do that, I'm giving the answer for people that can't do that. Because if you can tap into that, get yourself in a safe area, start using the voices, which ancestor voices you use, reach out. And then that way it'll be exposed and understand the message. Maybe most people want to write it down, but you could do that too. You know, you feel comfortable with your family like that because we, we should feel comfortable. But like you said, it is necromancy at times. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But, you know, but, but I'll say this definitions change over time. And so is it necessarily necromancy if they're so old, you know, if they're so old, you know, they, they change into something else. They're not even the dead anymore because they're so old. Well, yeah, it, it was called something else before they put a, a label on that. And, and it used to be, you know, you, you know, when you bring your, your grandparents home to die, you know, like that used to be like a celebrated custom. Now it's like, oh, that's creepy, dude. This is the, the, the room where your grandmother died. Like, what the fuck? Like, who does that? Like, uh, we do, you know? So, um, no. Yeah. yeah. Be okay. To be loved. Sense. But that's, that's, that's just, you know, of an average person. I mean, if you can do the higher things, of course, but. Just for the average person, those are the to me to find uh, the names that ping you, the names that you feel bad about. Pictures are the same way. And then if you can uh, fi find out who that picture, that person is and track his story down, you might find the answers. And, and, and oh, let me say this is like a pendulum. Again, you could put the, the pendulum over the names is like this person responsible. These pictures, I mean. You know, that could be a simple way to do it, too. Just go back. If you got old pictures, you got the names, go back and find, you know, that that's another way that an uh, average person. I, I just thought of that. But that's an average person could do that, too. And that's a little bit of a uh, spiritual help. Okay. Make, might make it a little easier for some. OK, gotcha. Gotcha. Good, good, good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now, um, I'm going to leave this open for you. Now, what what. Um, have you been seeing and noticing over the last few weeks? And we, we haven't talked in a while. So what, what's been sticking out to you as of late in, in this, uh, this, re, this realm of, of madness? <laughs> I, I say this, uh, the music that's been sneaking out, you know, what's his name? Yellow Breezy. When, you know, he takes, he takes charge. He said, if I want to wear this, I can afford this. That's on me. I ain't, I ain't dependent on anybody else. You know, uh, uh, what's two change new song. Um, what is it? I'm, it's not I'm special. Is it I'm special this time? I mean, that song saying his kind of abilities. I mean, so some of this music that's getting out, I'm kind of surprised about that. They're letting this stronger kind of masculine energy coming out of the music. So that's I'm, I appreciate some of that of the newer music. I mean, you know, you know, the control that, that the music industry and artists go through. But some of this stuff is coming is kind of strong. 
because they can't stop the vibration. You know, they just that's one thing. No matter what they do, they can't really stop the, the power of a given artist can have in pushing those vibrations out. They can't stop that kind of thing. And so that gets through as, as control. And as much as the wizards put their spin on it, we still are able to push through all that to give energy to our people. And so I really appreciate that. You know, that those kind of uh, um, I, I like that part. Again, distraction has never been so heavy. <laughs> you know, distractions are just it's like one after another, one after another. And if people don't like you see all these deaths coming between these before these sporting events and you're not seeing that. Come on. Where are you at? <laughs> I mean, hell, from King Kong Bundy to Jan Michael Vincent, I was saddened by Jan. I'm like, I still love me some fucking Airwolf. I'm like, oh, no, not Jan Michael Vincent. And um, world's greatest athlete, baby. World's greatest athlete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, now, you know, Whoopi, Whoopi was in the hospital. And at one point, she said she was about to, she felt her body about to go. And I was like, really? And now all of a sudden she's better now. I'm like, oh, really? So, um, man, let, let me tell you my Jan Michael Vincent story. He He's a little older than me. And I remember seeing him in something on TV, Lassie or something. And he had the, the, the Dutch boy haircut. And I was like, mom, can I get that Dutch boy haircut? You know, I like, I like can, can I get my haircut like that? She just looked at me. She's like, you'll never be able to get your haircut like that. <laughs> She's like, yeah, and so I think that's what it hit me. I'm like, yeah, he's different than me some kind of way. The first movie I remember him seeing in was with Charles Bronson, and they were they were like the mechanics. He was Charles Bronson was the old mechanic. He was the young the the young mechanic, and he tried to take him out, and he thought he killed him. And then Charles Bronson flipped it on him and, and set up his Mustang to blow up when he hit the some. It was that was my first time seeing this dude and i was like wow okay and next thing i know i remember watching airwolf like every fucking airwolf. friday like religiously right right and, uh, right because because he, he had a patchy to his own personal disposal yeah. <laughs> and people would be beefing with him that's what used to crack me up it's like yeah they, they found enough bad guys for him <laughs> so that was kind of yeah yes. yeah <laughs> that, that's that's crazy but but, but like you know let, trying to make us believe that Trump is mad at Korea and we all mad at everybody. That's just ridiculous. They're not mad. I mean, if you ever saw that this is a show, I mean, they showed you with Reagan that this is a show. You know, the that, that agenda. versus Gorbachev back in, oh my gosh, that was and you know, back then the Cold War people like really invested a lot of energy into the Cold War. Money. Yeah. Money and bombs and espionage. Money. Yeah, um, I'm I'm to the point now. I don't even bother trying to correct people or say, "Hey, you know, this does sound kind of crazy." Just trumping you guys, but you know, the whole man of going to prison for 47. Okay, I'll believe it when I, you know, what I'm saying, if I know somebody that's in a prison with man of for 47 months, <laughs> you know. Hey, remember Nixon dudes didn't stay in prison, Harlequin and all them and Hunt. Right. Them dudes didn't stay in prison mass number of years, two, three years. That's all. Right. That and they. They it was stay. Gerald Ford, right? That 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 gave him a pardon. He gave Nixon the pardon, but them other cats, you know, did little light sentences of uh, Dean. Dean is uh, one of his uh, lawyers. Dean is on CNN now. Old dude that was in Watergate. They done brought him back around and always on CNN. Remember, Dean was one of the dudes testifying against Nixon. And He's then, still um, on TV. 
G. Gordon Liddy, probably the most famous of them all. Somehow this exactly. nigga turned this shit into an acting career. How the fuck there you do you that? That's see, see, that shows you, you know what, what my man say, fun and games, fun and games, yeah. fun and games. So it's the same thing. Like we're like, dun, 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 dun. you know, that's why I laugh at Dial Liv and Dial Liv. like, oh, we got him today. We got him running. And no, they ain't running nowhere. <laughs> you just part of the show. And that's what it is. People have to understand we're more part of the show. So local, you know, local elections, but but this bigger stuff. And and it's funny, the sister here though, boy, she's putting the pressure on them, ain't she? The young sister from here, she's saying it. She's like, Why are we giving them money? Well, if she's smart, um, well, no, I take that back. I'm not gonna say she's dumb for doing this, but she's gonna have the same problems that Sheila Sheila Jackson had when she didn't want to sign the uh the Israel I guess commitment letter that you have to sign to draw monies from your your district to Israel. I guess every senator has a contract where they have to agree to sign off to send money to Israel. She didn't want to see the Jackson didn't want to do it. And that's when she caught a lot of hell from from the you know the white boys in, in, in Congress as far as her trying to get money from the government to help her her district and whatever the case may be. So I, I see the sister probably going through the same, if not worse, because she is a Muslim on top of that. And um, I mean, oh. I'm, I would never tell people to, to, to bow down, but you going up against the system, man, they're not going to let you just come in. You know, it's do I want to say it's an unwinnable fight? Do I want to say the bad guys always win in this reality? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> from what I from my vantage point, the bad guys win. This is not the, <laughs> this is not the movies where, you, you, you know, the, the cavalry's not coming. I'm sorry. That maybe I'm a, a bit of a pessimist and I'm a bit jaded, but in this reality, the bad guys are going to continue to win. I, that's just how I see it, you know. That's why I, I say it all the time too. Boule, the boule, you know, as much as we harp on them, they're winning too. Yeah. <laughs> they're winning too. All the, the cats that I went to college with that was recruited and recruiters for boule, mm-hmm. they're doing well. You know, these cats is retired, living well, going around the world. But you know, again, the agreements you have to make to be part of that. You know, you, you gotta you do have to agree on stuff, and so that's what we start talking about your spirituality. What are you gonna you know tie it to? Mm-hmm. False idols, whatever you want to call that, this false thing, or do you want to you know control that? I feel you control yourself. Okay. But oh, Hollywood too. Hollywood helps a little bit too because you see that battle into wanting to give the information a little bit compared to. You know, there's a, a kind of a fight in Hollywood where people do kind of give the information. I like American God. You'd have never thought they want people to understand that, you know, the techno God aspect of things, you know, and the power of that thing. They, you know, they didn't really want that release. But again, you know, they 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 found a way to release it. So people's like, well, damn, this thing, we are kind of worshiping this thing. We, we are spending more time. You're talking about where do you spend more time in front of your phone or TV or in the church? You're in front of one or the other the most time. So yeah, and, and I, that's a great point with American gods because they always make the point of in any movie referring to the old gods. The less in, the less time they have being devoted to them, the weaker they get. Just like the in, in the immortals, uh, Zeus, you know that they were mad because the humans were praying to other idols and, and taking their attention away from God. Same thing with uh, Clash of the Titans. They, you know, they kind of feed off that and, uh, you know, they, they get ticked off when your your attention is elsewhere. Uh, I guess the only issue I have with American Gods is, is, is the sister named Bill Twist. I, I get it. That's her thing is being worshipped. 
but she comes off like a sex star maniac, you know? So I, I get the esoteric meaning of her character, right? You know, and then she ingests the men during sex. But it's like she's always fucking on somebody. And it's like it's a dark-skinned sister. But it's this other narrative, you know, the whole sexual... Uh, you know, a huge sexual appetite, dark skinned woman, you know, so yeah, right. The divine feminine shaming that's that's what it totally is the divine feminine shaming and showing that a thing that had the most power wants to eat to destroy, you know, right? (laughs) And then put the dark skin, you know, like we always say in the dark skinned agenda, so yeah, that, that is uh. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, man. And then <laughs> exactly, the, I remember the first yeah. season and the orgy scene, and you yeah. know they're all fucking like it's the seventies. I'm like, it's this. Mm-hmm. I get it, I get it, but I see it. You know, we see it in two different. We see yep. it in two different levels, and yep, yep. the average person is probably going to see it on the lower level. I get what they were really trying to say on the back end, but and when I first when I look at this, I'm like, right, she's a whore. Okay. Whore Babylon. Oh, 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 she was like a crack whore when they they quit yeah. messing with her. She was open, like a crack right. whore. Remember, she was in the gutters. She her and looks. Yeah, she loses doing, her looks. Doing alley old. tricks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they 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 really poured on. They really poured it on 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 sisters and the divine feminine. They really poured it on. So yeah, but again, that's that fight. To give information, you got to take these shame. You know, it's it's that fight. You know, yeah, you're gonna get this up, but you're gonna keep up this status quo of the angry black chick, and it's not it's the un- angry black chick to the thousand. <laughs> Why you don't want to be lured in? You know, lured in <laughs> by her. And and the final thing with that is, you know, her power is based off her being worshipped, not her having to fuck everybody. But they flip it to where she needs to fuck everybody. To, to, that's their way of worshiping her. But no, she doesn't. Need, she doesn't need to have sex with people. Just, they just need to worship her and tell them they love her. And they flip it and make her a sex, a sex, wolf, whatever. And that's just like wow. They really, really be flipping the shit, you know. But oh, hey, hey, did you, did you? Can I break down? I am the night. Please, did you. Dude. Oh, let me tell you how deep this is, and just give the base, you know, basic story. So. What what happens is you have this young light-skinned sister that uh, is living with someone and she gets she finds her birth certificate and she's like, who is this? You know, who are these people on my birth certificate? It's fine. It's a different name than the mother and the father. It's a different name on her birth certificate. So she goes to California and to kind of break down the story a little quicker is she her she finds out her grandfather's the dude who's the the Dalai Lama killer you know the dude that was cutting up people okay that's that's you know the backstory but to even go deeper what she finds out is is that the the Dalai Lama killer her grandfather got her mother pregnant and gave it to this black lady because it's funny she like she's talking to her step grandmother and she's like well you're not black child what are you talking about She's like looking at her like, what do you mean? She's like, your father's not black. <laughs> and her father was her grandfather. So this detective that was in the uh, Korean War is the one that's trying to break the story. And so he's seeing the artwork because this doctor's rich. He's a Hollywood rich doctor, but he's also the Hollywood abortionist. You dig? He's the Hollywood abortionist. So he's got a regular doctor clinic. He's the Hollywood Okay, you don't need it. So he's the Hollywood abortionist. 
And so through his artwork and the point of the movie is he cuts up these women for a metaphor to say, okay, Hollywood people, it's, it's okay for you to cut up me to cut up all these babies. But then I start cutting up all these women. You, you don't agree with it. And so that's the metaphor of the movie and his art. It's like, yeah, you, you accept me killing these babies, but you don't accept me killing these women. And so that it was kind of a, a, a interesting um, and, and it's a lot. It, it, it's put into the backdrop of the watch riots because this girl, you know, she has a big mama, but mm. they, they kind of she's portrayed kind of cool. You know, they don't really take advantage like that. And so that's kind of the backstory. But that that part about, you know, OK, I'm a butcher, but you don't care about the babies, but you care about these women. And it was just the, the metaphor I got. I really dug that. You're talking about some Neor kind of message that that was like that was a deep message. I want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, that's it gives you that kind of oomph. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, that came on TV. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, and Deadly Class? Are you watching Deadly Class? I'm not. But give me up to speed. Oh. It's on my list, but give me up to speed. Oh, well, Deadly Class is kind of deep too, because basically what you have is you have all the the uh, crime lords around the world teach their children how to be assassins and survive James Bonds. Okay. You know, they're teaching all their children how to be assassin James Bonds, but they show the different cliques and then they also accept what they call the rats, which is a class of just they pick random people. And the star supposedly he was uh, in an orphanage and he burned the orphanage down and killed 22 some people in the orphanage and he was homeless and they brought him in. And so it's the Kuza, the Russians, uh, Southern Democrats. Our Southern Republican got kids in there. Yeah. yeah, it's brothers. You know, they like L.A., a gang from L.A., supposedly. And this dude ended up killing his father where they was breaking in his house. There was an Uzi on the table. And his father said, get the gun to shoot. And his, the boy started shooting and hit his father. He killed the people coming in, but he also hit his father. So he's there and he, he's fighting. You got the Mexican cartels. And so it gives you a little bit of mix and, mixture in the training that they go through. And so they show a DMT experience. If anybody kind of wants, they show a DMT experience. So <laughs> it's kind of interesting. They basically telling on themselves, correct? Oh yeah, oh yeah. They are telling that that they, you know, these these children are not. These children are trained. You know, like I mentioned before about King. King, when they changed his name from Michael King to MLK, mm-hmm. his that's when his training began. You know, he was five or six. It, that information's out there, so you don't think he was groomed. I would almost say. If you listen to a little bit of Malcolm X, you can kind of see a little bit of his grooming because he was sent to the white school. That was a kind of good school, even though you said if you was listening to the skill he was getting and the education he got and how smart he was. So well, you could that, almost that, right, no, you know what? No, I agree. Like you have to have a propensity of intellect or they have to see something in you to, to bring you in. You just don't come out of the woodwork. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, they just you just you just you don't you're not discovered like how most people think like it's an American Idol type shit. Like no, like these people go under you know some serious training and and groomsmanship to to come out, and they come out so polished. It's like no, you don't. A normal person doesn't come come out like that. <laughs> you know, I know. King, I, I, King was it. a Mason, a Q, uh, graduated from Divinity School, uh, Morgan, Morgan, no, not Morgan State, Morehouse. Gradu- Morehouse I mean, right. you know, right there, all that. So that's training. Matter of fact, he went to high school when he was like 12, 13 years old. He started going to college. 
He was a prodigy. <laughs> Look it up. It's all he was in college at 16. He was in college at 16. So, you know, these are packages. Yeah, and then the fact that Bayard they paid him they pay, they paired him with Bayard Rustin Rustin. I mean, like okay, I, I know that guy's history. Like you know the fix was in with, with him, mm-hmm. but you know what what was I'm sorry, what was the name of that um that series you just mentioned again? Uh Deadly Class, I think it's called Deadly on TBS. Class. I think because it's a comic book. It's a it's a American comic book. So not I guess it's American comic books animes too. Okay. Definitely going to check that out. I, I mean I have a list of shit I'm supposed to be watching, man, but between work and you know and life and shit i, I can't right. i can't get to everything like I, I i would like to but you know now i appreciate you getting me up to speed some of these shows man because <laughs> you know people send me like oh have you seen this have you seen this and i'm like i'll throw my list my list is i'm literally 17 18 items deep of shit i need to watch you know so <laughs> i couldn't get this shit done in the weekend if i tried you know? <laughs> i understand that and the magicians is the only the other show that i watch other than uh, yeah. sports, you know, because okay. they 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 give the magic up. They really do. You, it's a lot of messages in that. How to do your personal magic? You know, that's what we had talked about earlier. Just how to make your personal magic. Like you see it when you get up, and the thing that you do that makes you feel the best every day. If you repeat those kind of things, you, you might you know anybody might see that you have more success. Or if something went off kilter and you looked at the day going off kilter. Those are kind of messages to you. Adjust, adjust, adjust. And I don't think people see the adjustments because that's what it is, is we constantly go through, make these adjustments for the balance. Like you see the unbalance somewhere. Okay, adjust it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the personal, you know, success at controlling your destiny. You know, those kind of little things, I think. Cool. Well, shit, big dog. Once again, I, I, as always, I, I'm always humbled and I'm always appreciative of, of, of your wisdom. That's why you are my big dog. Well, um, thank you. You know, I always join, you know, the, the chat. So thank you, everyone. Peace in the Middle East, brother. <laughs> my man, my man. We're going to do this again next week. All right. Take care, brother. Thank you. Okay, bro. You too. Uh, let's see. All right, my guys, everybody, gals and guys and gals. I wasn't going to drag this out all night because um, I'm tired. It's been a long day for me. I'm sure it's a long day for you guys as well. Uh, while y'all over here getting, trying to clown my jigginess, I'm over here getting jiggy at the same time, trying to, you know, <laughs> keep some thought-provoking content up for y'all. But, uh, um, yeah, good, good, good stuff. That's my big dog, you know, timekeeper right there. Uh, shout out to everybody that, uh, that chimed in. And I see you, Genesis, Papa. Um, Jeffrey, late, but it's, it's always good. It's all good. KTN Shafiq, uh, I know Eloy's working. Top flight security of the world, keeping uh, keeping Texas safe <laughs> from 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 the bad guys. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Eloy. You all good, bro? <laughs> so yo, I'm gonna get out of here. My man, big my man, uh, form runner. So yeah, I'm gonna be working on research for the double slit theory. I'm hoping to have enough of it to talk about it for Tuesday's podcast. Um, I'm going to do my best to get that information out to you guys, uh, with, you know, with respect to, um, you know, not divulging too much. Because, you know, these people get, get they get they don't like when you be talking too much shit. So um, with that being said, once again, I thank you, Tom, Lord, for, for hopping on. Um, thank you to everybody that, that that's been commenting. And, and, you know, if you, you know. If you've ever given me a super chat, if you ever bought um, 
items oh for those that have bought items recently um send me the pictures of you guys wearing it so i can make a video montage like i always tell you guys i don't know if you're new to the channel if you bought an item send me a picture of you in the item or with the item so i can i make a video montage you know so um that's the least i can do for you guys um i'm gonna get out of here tomorrow i'll, I'll probably be on O'Shea acting the goddamn fool so with that being said me and my me and my calvin glasses me and my paid in fullness we about to take our asses to sleep and i, I once again y'all be safe and be vigilant i'll catch you guys next time peace